Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right. All right. All right. Well, oh, yeah, that's a great way to start. She was literally, I, I said, don't put another Dorito in your mouth. That's a, This is the sort of recording environment we have. So he hasn't, and he's gone well to start, <laughs> and then he's, start, and he's got distracted <laughs> with a bit of Dorito stuck in his tooth, and he's just started picking it. I'll tell you what, this podcast was definitely the craziest. <laughs> yeah, in many ways. Um, craziest stories. The stories are like nothing I've ever heard before. Um, if you watch Dirty Sanchez, it was 15 years ago this year. That scares um, the crap out of me, and mate. And it's obviously they're, they're back doing um, some anniversary shows and they they talk, they talk all about spoken it. Spoken word shows. Yeah. 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 And um, th- no, they're not spoken word shows. They're they're an evening with, yeah. aren't they? Well, that's yeah. right how Dayton yeah. was saying. And we should say that it was, um, it was uh, Pritch and Dayton who we had on. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were fucking lovely yeah, fellas as well, lads, weren't they? Good lads, very down to earth, as you'd probably imagine if yeah. you'd seen Dirty Sanchez. Up for a laugh, and by fucking heck, the stories those guys have got, yeah, which you're about to hear, yeah, um, top five hellraisers, yeah, and um, and then a bunch of crazy stories, yeah, from the guys, and it, yeah, if you if you remember watching it and and you was a fan like us, then you're in for a treat, and you they're going to reminisce lots. Um, if you didn't, you're still going to hear some stories that are going to make you piss your pants because they're fucking bananas. So sit back, strap in, and listen to 50% of Dirty Sanchez and the Hardcore Listing crew talk about top five. Hell raises! Katie. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Stuart's with him. How you going, mate? You all right? I'm very well, thanks, bruv. You good, okay? Good, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all right, thank you. Um, so this is a good uh, hardcore listing episode. We've got a uh, line-up for people today. Shall we just get straight into it? Welcome our guests. Yeah, do it, mate. Go for okay. it. Okay. We've got the Dirty Sanchez, or 50% of the Dirty Sanchez crew with us today. We've got Pritch and Dayton. How you doing? Really? Well, that's up, man, bro. Yep, got mouthful of nuts. Mouthful of nuts. Almost ruining your, your lovely bar, yeah? By opening a can, it exploded everywhere, but all good. Well, well we, you, 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 we, we gave you a beer, and then you started fucking complaining that it weren't strong enough. <laughs> so I gave you a super fucking it. strong one, and then you bust it open and it went everywhere. But you you was pretty um, good with it. You just moved it up off the, off the bar top. <laughs> 
Years of practice. <laughs> Arrogant bastard ale. Seven for seven fucking percent. Oh, 7.2. 7, 7.2. What does it, nice. it taste like? Yeah. Like shit. It's, it's strong right. shit. It's got some punch to it. It's got a dead. You'll find out when I finish, will you? Knock you out. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Right, so, um, you've been doing press and stuff today, yeah? We certainly have. We've been on the fucking road again. It's been a while. Where you been? Uh, well, first of all, we went to MTV, and uh, we didn't last two seconds. We didn't get past. We didn't get past the fucking past reception. Seriously. And the, the guy was like, "What the fuck? What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, come, come to MTV." So, like, right? But you can't beat her. You got a camera outside. I'm like, yeah, but we we used to make a show for MTV. Oh yeah, mate. What show was that? I was like, "Oh, Dirty Sanchez," and like this big, big ass fucking dude and his mate just kind of like face softened a little bit. And then looked outside and saw the camera and then kind of started, like, the cog started, like, yeah, kicking yeah, yeah, at the yeah. place. And I was like, they said, like, why are you here? I was like, well, I just want to you know, come on and say hello, really. We, we, it's 15 years since Sanchez started. We just want to, you know, trip down memory lane. And um, they said, unless you know somebody here with a name, out. So right. we didn't no, even no. get, we did not even get to the fucking no, reception, no, dude. The reception was there and we didn't even get to the reception. I was like, fuck. So we went on a shot of whiskey over the road in the elephant and uh, we skipped out of there. Didn't so we? You didn't try yes. to, don't you know who we are? You sort of did a little well, bit. Well, I, I did say, I was like, mate, we did a show called MT, uh, Sanchez and it was like on in 69 countries around the world. Like it was the, your biggest show you ever did. And we still didn't get to reception. <laughs> I, I fucking love that. I fucking, I, I, lo- I was a bit like wigged out to be honest, but you know. What, was, a, you, what was you expecting? Well, I, 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 ex- I expected that. I expected yeah. nothing else but that. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be like a fucking welcome reception with like petals and roses yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. and some sort of like, you know, stand innovation for 15 years and, yeah. you know, the money they owe us from royalties and, you know, and a sorry. <laughs> and, you know, nah, nothing. It's, it's changed a lot since we were there because when we were there, it was, well, it was completely different, wasn't it? It's, they, they've obviously made a lot of money. Because it's all new food. With us, and how many? It just doesn't look the same building that it was when, when we used to. Well, work we, for him. well we're not there anymore, are we? And the whole format of MTV is all different now, anyway, isn't it? It was like, there ain't hardly any music on MTV. That's anymore, what I think is really weird. Like, I used to fucking love watching it. It's all that kind of like. Yeah, I'm up the duff and, you know, 12. Yeah, it's weird. It's changed a lot, man. Since you guys were there. Well, when we like when we were there, like. You had we were sandwiched in between Jackass and the Osbournes. Yeah, you know, and you had like you know still had fond memories of Beavis and Butthead and yeah. Zayn yeah. Lowe was there doing uh, Gonzo yeah. and shit. Yeah. So it was fucking sick. Yeah, but then, and but then they weren't they weren't playing any music then though. Well, they played a bit, but that, yeah, but obviously, yeah, I I think like what happened with TV, it kind of went really female skewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then that and then like they were like Geordie Shaw and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and and the rest is history. We can't get through the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything planned when you got there? Was you going to do like staple your balls to a desk or something like that? And then no, I just wanted to get our royalties, really. <laughs> yeah, for money. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't get through Fuckers. the front doors, like, like Dane said. Yeah. It was oh, all right. We expected nothing less. It was fine. Well, if if we did get our royalties, see that new front that they had? They wouldn't be able to afford that. That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Bastards. Oh, <laughs> so did you did you used to watch Dirty Sanchez in, yeah, mate? Yeah, of course. Like, oh. 
I was showing my kids it today, and uh, <laughs> oh, God. and and it was it was when the, the first one I put, I had to be careful because I thought fucking hell, like, and and the first one I watched was when you don't run over Pritch when he was on the stepladder. Oh, <laughs> that was one of the very first stunts we did. Yeah, yeah. And it was that, oh. the, 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 I think that set the precedent for me, like when I first see it, of that, oh fuck, oh fuck, but still pissing yourself. As well, that kind of hybrid of like, oh shit, have I fucking hurt him? But this is funny as fuck. Do you know what I mean? It was, as fu- it was only funny the moment he got up and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I was me- I, well, I was meant to land on the whole thing was for him to go really fast. I mean, to just land on my feet and go jump, j- jump off the ladder yeah. and miss the car. You only land on the back of your neck. I just shock of my life. I was like, what the he's fuck? like upside down. Well, he's like fucking. He was in fucking Stranger Things like within two seconds. <laughs> We were laughing our heads off, and I think we were laughing our heads off because we knew we were very lucky. Got away, yeah. got away, got away without yeah. killing you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one that always stuck out when we when we found out you were coming on, <coughs> and thank you by the way, um, the one that just came straight to my mind that you made me wretch to watch was uh, what was it uh, the sweat cocktail when you guys were in the wetsuits. Oh, the sweatsuits, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweat suits, yeah. And Joyce had to drink that, man. That was fucking grim. As soon as I saw that, I just thought you guys aren't That's messing funny. around. You. Oh, so gross. We did something the other week with like the military. Well, I did anyway. And like the sergeant came up to me. I know who you are. He's like, I just want to tell you this now, mate. The fucking sweatsuit. <laughs> and he's been all over the world in loads of fucking tours. Like, you know. Oh, the fuck. Sorry. I, 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 on, on the running machine. On the running machine. Yeah. With yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then we carved the, the, the sweat. And, yeah, yeah. And Joycey, Joycey drunk a pint of it, yeah. That's right. He was, because he was No, 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 it wasn't, sorry, it wasn't a pint, it was a bit. He was, he a was bit. throwing that's up just, before he put enough. it in his mouth. And I was, my stomach was turning. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are just t- turning it up a notch. Yeah. Well, he did, he had, he had the pew pizza as well. And he had panjo. He ended up throwing on, throwing up on that and then still fucking seeing it off, didn't he? Yeah, like the fly. Yeah. The fly. Yeah, he put the dirt. Honestly, man, I, I, I've seen Joycey put far worse things in his gob. Did off, you? Off camera. <laughs> what like? <laughs> Your knob. I was going to say, did it look like this microphone we're speaking to? <laughs> I, I, well, no, we can't well, talk no, about that. No, well, no. Can you remember? Well, there, there is a story, but I don't think I can mention it on you. Well, we won't go too far. Can you yeah, remember yeah. the last time we saw a certain tour manager in Birmingham? And, it, and it, we was like, come on then, let's just give you an initiation. And it was like the last time we saw this tour manager. But basically, Joycey's dick ended up in the tour manager's mouth for a laugh. <laughs> and uh, we never saw the tour manager ever again. Well, that was you it. Never, you remember that? <laughs> well, there was a time we, we, we went to Hamburg and there's the... Sorry, mate, I've just got to go back to that. Like, <laughs> how did his cock end up in his golf? <laughs> Because I he think he's asleep or something. No, no, he's awake. He was like, "Oh, fucking have you and all this shit." Because he was a fucking cockney geezer, mm-hmm. and then he, he was like, "All right, then, fucking, we've got to be careful of his name because he's yeah. he'll come down and fuck us up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's renowned. Um, anyway, he, he was on the top. We was on the top deck of this tour bus, and the, the, our tour manager at the time was sat there. And he went, "Go on and put your fucking cock in my mouth." So. Yeah. He stuck oh, his tongue out. He opened his, he opened his mouth, stuck his tongue out, and before he could say "fucking do it," Joycey just went "wap." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, fuck me!" <laughs> it's in his mouth, on his tongue. <laughs> it looked like some fucking celebrity gave me out your caterpillar about to go down his throat. <laughs> oh, anyway, I got a picture of one of my mates. I've not even told him this, but he got really hammered. And that night, we'd met a bunch of people we'd never met before. 
And one, he was that cold like that. And this guy that none of us knew was naked, dipping his dick into my friend's mouth, basically. And I, I haven't got the heart to tell him yet, but I've, I've got you it. Know, it's kind of like the paintball record. I didn't have the heart to tell him about that. What was it? 103 paintball, mate. That was that's yeah. t- oh, oh well, sorry, but that is like, was, that is just the best. That is the best <laughs> wind up. This, sh- this should be a video camera on your reaction. The best wind up ever. I still to this day I can't watch it because it just fucking makes me cringe. That was oh, fucking God, brutal. Was. But it wasn't just 103 paintballs. It was 103 paintballs in Russia. <laughs> which, which let me tell you, was like minus thirty, so the balls were even harder again. Oh, yeah. my, I, like you know, and like every single ball that hit me was just complete. Well, you can see how much I was screaming. For our but, listeners who don't know yeah, this, yeah. Pritch, you did a, you were set up for to try to break break the world record <laughs> of a hundred taking a hundred and three paintball bullets, basically wearing just your pants. Yeah, and you did it, didn't you? You got the record, mate, didn't you? Well, yeah, because they. Well, Jim, the director, was saying to me, "We made think of um, think of things you want to do for the film." And I thought, oh, "I've always wanted to be in a Guinness Book of Records." <laughs> and I said, "Well, no, I know paintballs because we did paintballs. I'll take as many as I can to even put in a dickhead by you." <laughs> Obviously, set it up with Jim and got like proper papers with the Guinness Book of Records. Photoshop and Photoshop. <laughs> and I was reading. I was going, "No way, man! This is this is this is for real." Oh, God, I'm cringing totally. This is real, all the health and safety stuff, everything. Oh, wait. Yeah, wicked, man. This is it. And then I just stood there, did it, took it all. And then and then, and then, and then you celebrated like fuck because you was in the Guinness Book of Records. Yeah. You was well, the yeah, world like, record holder. I, I phoned my mum, I phoned my family, I phoned oh, my brother. Oh, that's fucking so, oh, yeah, so proud. But the thing was, he was in such a state. We were gonna like just start laughing at him after he did it and, and say like, we was joking, but he was in such a car crash mess. He was like, fuck, like we can't. I, I didn't want to tell him, like, because well, he was... We had, to try, I, we had, we had to try and catch a plane to from, from Russia to Thailand. Thailand. And the woman behind the desk was, look, I thought you were going to say you can't go on the plane. Yeah. You're ill. You might get... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a pickle, wasn't I? Well, yeah, well, because oh, you've just flared up, man. Like, when you get shot, like, you've, have you been paintball? Mm. The first place I got shot was in the throat. Oh, and oh, and that was like, that. I was lying in this ditch thinking, I've got this. I thought I was Rambo. And then, no, from nowhere, plop. Sorry, mate. I went and I felt it. I was like, oh, fuck that. Hurt. And it was red. And I was like, fuck. And it had drawn blood on my mm. fucking throat. And I thought, this this is a bit hardcore. And that hurt. But that was one. And I've had other ones in the back that hurt. But you had, it was skin contact. Those pellets were hitting you. Oh, yeah. And horrible, I, oh, I couldn't tell him because, like, you know, obviously at that time, it wasn't cool to tell him. Yeah. But then I'd kind of forgotten about it. We was in Thailand doing Lust. Because the, the Seven Deadly Sins was the movie, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we yeah. did anger in Russia, and then in Thailand it was lust. Yeah. So we're in Thailand, and I didn't know that he'd fucked off the one night and got this um, dick tattoo with "I love Dayton" down his down his <laughs> bell end, which is you know. And he was it was actually in a Bangkok in a bar where people were just chilling, having a drink, and the tattoo was like, "Oh yeah, get get dicky out." Get dicky out. Get dicky. Get dicky. Oh, you need to get dicky out. So I literally I remember going to the bog to crack one off. And I remember fucking because you didn't two, want to come. Two-time world fucking snooker champion Mark Williams gives me a ring while I'm in a fucking bog. Did, like, he? Did, I go, Did he? Williams, I said, what do you want? And it, I'm fucking cracking one off in a bog in Thailand. <laughs> Fuck off, he said. Yeah, I'm about to get a tattoo. <laughs> no, he went, Fuck it, no. So I had to crack, crack one off. To, and then to, to, get, to get it big enough, yeah? To get it big enough. And then to, I had to tie it up a knot. 
to keep the blood in there. Oh. And then walk in the bar, I was just bollock naked, nothing's <laughs> going on. And just sat there, this fucking guy just tattoos over the demon. Don't so you walked to, you walked back into the bar with an erection, basically. Mm. Like a lazy log. Well, well, like a lazy log. Lazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, 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 he keeps his <laughs> front, he keeps his from me. And then we're in Thailand. Uh, like we'd finished filming some stuff and uh, he said, I got something to tell you. I was like, all right, what's, what's going on now? Because his stitch-up's coming out of the fucking woodwork. And he's like, pulls his cock out. There it is. I love Dayton on his on his dick. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that real? And Pancho's like, oh, try and rub it off, Dayton. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is that real? And, and like, obviously, my brain's like, can, can't comprehend. Like, he's got that on his dick. It was a joke on you, but it was definitely on me. And obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, so, and then Jim, the director, goes, tell him. I said, fucking tell him what? He's tell him about Russia. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Oh, so you still hadn't mentioned no. it then? No. And then I was like, fuck. I said, I got something to tell you. And he just went, oh my God. And I went, you know that painful will record? And then they just, in the movie, they flashed up shots of him in the bath going, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the big book, baby. Oh. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. <laughs> That is heartbreaking. <laughs> I, come on. And, 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 today, and still today, I think it's 10 years since the movie, at least, uh, and people still go, is that real? I'm like, come on, dude. We are not actors. Yeah. This yeah. is as legit as it gets. Yeah. It's still there. But it is still there. I'm not getting there. I don't know. But, you know, I've had girlfriends since, and, you know, they've literally sucked Dayton off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the girl, my girlfriend at the time, because we were filming the movie... And we got to Dominican Republic was our last stop. So we thought we'll fly our girlfriends over to celebrate, have holidays while chilling. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I, I told I told my girlfriend at the time what I'd, I'd done. Oh, she she went nuts, didn't she? She went, there is, there is no way I'm putting Dayton in my no in my <laughs> there's no way I'm putting Dayton in my cop. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it proper kicked off, didn't it? It was really, pretty really awkward because my mission was there finding it funny. <laughs> This message here find it very unfunny. And I was just like, he's got my name on his deck. This is <laughs> fucking weird. Anyway, it's still there. It's there to be removed. One day we'll have a one day we'll have a game of fucking paper well, scissors stone. I was gonna have a laser <laughs> off. And I go, Dave, look, it's off. Just to put a smile on his face. I think and we're gonna nice Christmas gonna, present. Gonna bend over, and then it was gonna be a run with starfish and stuff. <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> there's something there's something to do with his penis and his tattoo on it, that, which will kind of be involved in the spoken word tour that we should probably spoke about. Yeah. About what we're going to do later. Like, yeah. it's 15 years yeah. of Sanchez, isn't it? Yeah. So we're going to, these are all the stories that we're going to be revealing on stage live as a spoken word tour. I get all the shit that people don't know about. So, but there's like little things that are going to lead off the back of that. So, where's, anyway. that, where's that starting? Where's that starting? You can flick the heater off. It's just behind you, Dave. It's starting April. The eight, yeah, 15 years of Sanchez, yeah. How many dates is it? Six, I think. The good thing about it is, this time, because this is a spoken word tour, we're actually not going on, on stage and battering the living shit out of one another. I mean, at the end of the day, he wants to see two 44-year-old men sticking drumsticks up their ass. Well, I don't know, you'd be surprised. <laughs> so it's just going to be... We're all doing that in a minute, aren't we? <laughs> it's initiation, yeah. So we're just going to be on stage just talking... Just telling stories, really, about it's our, our years in Sanchez, be, what, what went on in front of the camera, behind yeah. the camera, questions and answers, audience. So you can do a Q&A with the audience yeah, as yeah, well. So they can oh, ask right, nice. And, and then meet and greet. Meet and greet. And then we've got, like, obviously, over the 15 years, I filmed a lot of stuff that kind of made the show get to where it was. 
unfortunately, for some people. So I've got this unseen footage. Um, we got projectors and stuff oh, that we're right, going to nice. be throwing up some stuff that no one's seen. Amazing. It's just been in the fucking crypt. So As, uh, <laughs> have you guys? Have you seen all of it, Pritchard? Are you still not sure what he? Well, I know up? he's got footage. Which is well, I shouldn't see the light of day, to be honest. But you, have, well, you don't even know what it is, though, do you? No, I don't know. What well, it is. You're, yeah, you're going to find out on tour. Well, no, you don't. Will yeah. you be able to finish the tour? Will Pritch end up in fucking jail? Well, no, I, I, that's I, illegal. Fuck. I didn't realise. Oh, no, I don't think it's illegal. Will I end up? Will I finish? Because you fucking batter me. All over the papers. Well, it won't be the first time. I think it's safe to say that the the public's perception of you is these party starters, right? Hellraisers. So it kind of makes well, sense that your top five is, is is along the lines of that, right? Top five yeah. caners. Top five caners. Top five caners. I'm surprised, actually. We've not even... Because we ask our listeners, you know, what do you want to hear top fives from? And no one's put that forward yet. Oh. As soon as you guys put that forward, I was like, fuck, man, that's going to be amazing. Because well, there are... Matt, there's a, you've got a lot to choose from. Matt's uh, stocks said... And I just thought... I just said, well, might as well... Top five caners because because you like because you like getting caned. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> well, but there is like, let's face it, there are, there are a lot of good caners out there. Yeah, so to pick a top five is quite quite hard. I reckon. It's a difficult one. And it then is. to pick top five that you've kind of ended up being friends with some of those caners and having real stories that you've experienced. It's not just like, oh yeah, you've read it in a book. It's yeah, not an yeah, urban yeah, myth. Yeah. No, no, you've been there and fucking seen it firsthand. Oh my gosh! Well, should we do? Should we go in? Do number five? Yeah. Have a little chat. Who's, who, who we got at number five? That, was that five or is that oh, one? Be, uh, or is? Let's have a look. Uh, that's oh, <laughs> no, he's not on no, there. No, but no, I, no. I need to mention that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, Bez is uh, Bez is first. Bez in in at, in at five is uh, yeah. Bez, the happy, Mon- Bez Berry. happy Mondays. Happy Mondays. Uh, oh, what, he, what he is? He's a massive caner, isn't he? And I, I think it, it, it's Bez, and it, it, sort of Bez is sort of in with like Brandon Block and and Dave Beer, who started back to basics in yep. Leeds and all that kind of stuff. And I, I know back in the day, uh, Brandon Block and Dave Beer used to have a thing in Mixmag, who was the years they used to fight on who would get the biggest caner of the year. And obviously they were all friends of Bears and blah blah blah. And well, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's face it, Bears Bears got paid to travel with the Happy Mondays and get off his face, get nutted and shake, dance, get, get, get nutted and shake maracas. Yeah, I mean, absolute genius. I like, mean, you've got to be. What's well, this? genius to get him paid to do Dirty Sanchez on MTV? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you've got to get into a top five if that is how you manage to find your fame is yeah. getting fucked up. And but in a band. Where that is normally quite run of the mill, you've got to be yeah. quite a big caner to sort of like find your way on the on the fucking stage every every night dancing. And he does look like he's having the best time, Bez, as well, doesn't I, he? He's I see, I've seen him the other the other week. They came to Cardiff on uh, just before Christmas. Because he don't live in Manchester he, no more, does he? He's, no, he's he got lives, a farm there. He, he down lives in, in like lives in Hereford, yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah. He's That's a bit close for comfort, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're still on stage, fucking having it. So yeah. I mean, the Mondays were pretty they, fucking legendary for that, weren't they? They were the ultimate. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you yeah. both 44? Well, I, yeah. I'm 45 in March. Yeah, right. 44, yeah. The moment, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 44. And the Mondays, kind of in 89, was that point where, you know, we was, what, 15, 16, starting to really get music. And the whole Manchester thing was 
fucking huge, right? And mm. the Mondays were just... They were the coolest fuckers out there, weren't they? Well, didn't they, didn't they get, like, uh, they got the record advance? And they went to Jamaica and they put well, they, it all on crack. Well, yeah, they took them to Jamaica. Crack. Absolutely fucking banging. <laughs> like, I really love the fucking taste of crack. It's nice. <laughs> like, they really did. But do you know, really do, really do you know, do you know what they've done with it? Like, because they... <laughs> they what? sent them out to... What, my crack or... Well, your crack. Or yeah. Jamaican crack. <laughs> Your crack. All right, yeah, yeah. The one that I got tattooed on. Because yeah. apparently, um, there was they were getting in such a fucking state in Manchester. They were like, right, we're going to record the second album in Barbados, so we're going to go out there because there's no heroin out there. But it was the fucking crack capital crack. of the world. <laughs> the world yeah. And like, and oh it got to the point where they were just doing all the money and just getting fucking wasted. And so they had security that basically met, kept Sean with like no money, and they'd, they'd, they'd give them their food, they'd give them their beers or whatever, but they'd had no money, so they and, and they try and keep them like secluded in this studio. Security lost them, and then the next morning, see Sean Ryder, stark bollock naked, walking back to the studio. He'd managed to get out, gone into town, sold his clothes, bought some crack, and then just like <laughs> strolled back. Sold his like, clothes oh. to buy some crack. Fucking bananas. You got a story. When, what show have you met him? Oh, I, Bez has DJed for us a few times, but it was Sean that had the... Bez was a really fucking nice dude as well. And he's quite—he's pretty intelligent as well and quite political. He was going to run for... President? But he did get right involved, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Well, yeah, he is quite... Well, I think he's quite intelligent anyway. How did you come to meet Bez? Howard Max? Yeah, I sort of met him through... Howard Marks. I remember Dave Beer was celebrating <coughs> like 15 years or 20 years of Back to Basics and he had a big party in Leeds. So we went to there and, and Dave Beer walked in with uh, Bez and I was behind the decks and there was like proper like vinyl and stuff spinning around. <laughs> Bez walks in. All right there, Pritch. Sniff that. And he just grabbed a load of coke, shoved it on the vinyl. So it was like all this coke spinning around in the vinyl and I just fucking stuck my fucking conker on. And it was just like, <laughs> just fucking rivers of coke going right up my, up my conker. And literally five minutes later, I, I couldn't speak. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so that's the way, yeah, I sort of got to know. Yeah. Because I met Howard on a night out in Cardiff and Dave Beer was with him. And Howard, Howard said, oh, Where's, where's the after party then, Pritch? I said, uh, well, my house. Oh, brilliant. You don't, you, don't, you don't mind if I bring Dave with me, do you? I, said, I didn't know Dave Beer was then. I said, yeah, of course, yeah. Come back. Dave Beer walks in the house, fucking bosh. I can literally put a pharmacy on my table. And went, <laughs> right, here we go. All tight. <laughs> we are in for the long run. And literally, I was just maybe most probably about 62 then, I think he was. And he went pill for pill, line for line, drink for drink. Saturday came, and it was the world, one of the Welsh rugby, rugby games, and he said, uh, you don't mind if I stay, do you, Pritch, and watch the game? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, no, I would fucking carry on. Dave's there, but fucking that fucking cut. And then, <laughs> then it came in, then it went, the game had finished, and we were still going, and then in, into Sunday, and we were still going into No Sunday, sleep. No sleep, no nothing, just constantly battering it. And in, in the in the end, some fucking dude knocked on them, knocked on my door. It was Howard's security. Fucking dragged him, dragged him out my house. Howard couldn't stand up. I was like, oh. so that's that's sort of how, how, how Howard's own security 
took him home, did you say? Yeah, I think I think they got, they got a bit concerned for him, I think. Missing <laughs> 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 for three days round one of the... And just pulled him on. But I'm sure Dave and them won't mind me telling the story. I mean, Dave's known yeah. for his legendary film. Was that, um, was that before... Because obviously Howard did voiceover the, the movie, didn't he? He did the. He was the mm. devil in the San, yeah. in the Seven Deadly Sins. Did, did you? I can't remember now. Did you meet? Was Howard friends with us before that? Or yeah, he was. Yeah, he was friends. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how he got him to do it. Crazy. So yeah. What a story. So for the next one, we, we're gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking hell. It's got to be on there, isn't it? Well, Aussie. Yeah. Aussie Osborne. He's a lunatic. The stories of Ozzy just, they're never ending. I mean, I'd love to have seen what, I'd love to have been there, like the Black Sabbath days and the stuff like when they, was it the day that um, at one point they ran out of coke and Ozzy just went and just dumped, they, there was a line of ants uh, going. Red, red ants. Yeah. But yeah. that was to out to Motley Crue, wasn't it? Because I think he was seeing, like, right. he said, I'll, fucking, yeah. I'll, I'll show That's you. That's it. I did a line of, line, yeah. line of red ants, yeah. <laughs> line of ants. Because Motley Crue would probably make my top five because those boys, yeah. they were crazy as fuck. Like Nicky Sixth, has been resuscitated at least once, didn't he? I think he was clinically dead for yeah, for two minutes. And then he went bleak, he went straight. Didn't he go straight back to the party and do more? Really? Apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, fl- he flatlined, went to the hospital from the party. Yeah. Woke up, all got sorted, went back to the party and carried on. Oh. Yeah, Mot- really Motley Crue. Cr- I think uh, American Excess. Uh, once you start getting known for it as well, I think they were like next level, weren't they? Yeah. The whole lot of them. But Ozzy, yeah, going back to Ozzy. I read, I read Ozzy's book, and he's going on about all the cocaine they used to do and stuff. And he got, they were doing that much. He got really paranoid and stuff. And they were recording on the top of a hill somewhere. In they had a they, they, they had their like flat, didn't they? They had their apartment. The, the apartment and then they were like, just wouldn't even answer the door to like some guy delivering pizzas and shit. They were fucked up, weren't yeah, they? they were <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking screwed. And they thought, you the fucking police coming. So I can't remember how much cocaine it was, but I knew it was a tremendous amount, which, is known, which would normally kill a normal human. They had the and FBI then he went to the toilet point. and fucking just smashed it all up his fucking face mm. rather than flush it down the box. <laughs> That's Big, conviction yeah. of the cause, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the coppers did come round, fucking hell, they would have seen some sight, wouldn't they? He used to be a butcher, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be a butcher. He? Yeah, he used to be a butcher, yeah, in a sort of slaughterhouse. Yeah. His story's fucking his story's fucking amazing. It's, it's, I, it's but he's still fucking doing it. I think he's playing download. Is he playing download? I believe he is this yeah, year. Is, yeah, yeah. Like that's fucking impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like because he looked fucked twenty years ago, didn't oh, he? Oh yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> literally shuffling around and he's fucking <laughs> headlining downloading about six months. That's bringing fucking amazing. Out, bringing him out in his coffin any minute, any minute. You got a, we, got, we got a book off him signed by Ozzy. You'll never outdo me. Where did you meet Ozzy? No. I directed met him. I di- oh, the director did, uh, did, a sh- did a movie, that he Jim Higgy. Yeah. He signed the, he signed the book to me. He says, Two Preds. You'll, you'll never outdo me. I just thought it was fucking brilliant. No, we're gonna fuck like, like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. Give me no. some, give me some fucking, yeah. give me some Black Sabbath for an Aussie man, and I'll fucking, we'll have a fucking good run. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll try. It might kill us, but. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking oh, brilliant. <clears throat> so, all right. So, before we go on to the next one, because the next one's fucking godlike and uh, and quite the right time to talk about it as well, like without getting mm-hmm. too somber. But um, so. How come the, the 15 the year thing come around? Like, what? How did that come about? You decided you wanted to go back out on the road and 
I think it's been like in the works. I mean, when we started the show, like fifteen years ago, it was fucking like it. It, it was like some, nothing else that MTV had ever done. Yeah, and it. I can, ex- I can explain it. You do a show like that, you you know, you come from the valleys, it blows up, you know, you're, you're like a bunch of skateboarders that kind of like, you know, you you can't get into clubs because you're like, just like a bunch of fucking skate rats to celebrate it, you're flying all over the world, you're sitting, at, sitting next to Iggy Pop at the MTV Awards, you're presenting awards on stage, you're flying all over the world, your show's in 69 countries. How and that, sorry, how quickly did it take off you big, Quite quick, because like I, I was still working in, in a skate store yeah. at the time when the first season came out, and I had a phone call, and Pritch had a phone call, and it was like, guys, um, do you want to go, can you can you go to Miami in like next Tuesday? It's like, oh, the, what's there? They meant, oh, your show's got the number one in South America, and um, we want you, they want you to go out there and present an award on stage. And we're like, South what the America? fuck? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you still think... It's, you know, like kind of like just because we come from escape, we're skateboarders from a skateboard background. You make them produce skate videos and you have a little bit of celebrity in your own kind of like circle of like that industry, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, so for it to like kind of go boom like that, like the MTV didn't even tell us it had fucking gone anywhere else uh, to any other territory in the world. They were sneaky fuckers, weren't they? Well, yeah. Well, you didn't know it had been released anywhere other than England. Oh, no. They were. They're trying to keep it away from us because they didn't want well, us to ask. And any dosh for it. Who knows? Well, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's what I think, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, we ended up going out. Anyway, I'm fucking, like, floating off a bit here. But anyway, the, the whole thing is, it, it blew up. It was massive. And then all well, the whole thing thing kicks in and you're touring. Then you're doing live shows. We make a movie. Um, you know, myself and Pritch go off and do our own string of live shows and... Things happen, you kind of fall out a little bit and you kind of have a bit of a break. And we've had a break for about a good three and a half years because, like, we were at the point of fucking killing each other. (laughs) So, so, so 15 years is now we've had a break and here we are, we're ready to go again. It's it's hard to stay always cool with everyone all of the time, ain't it? Especially when you're in that sort of intense situation. Like when you're constantly stitching each other up and stuff yeah. like that. Even when you're not doing that. If you're good mates, you're going to get on each other's fucking nerves. And if you're earning money together as well, so you're working and mates together, it can get well, we a was, lot. We, 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 and fucking kind in it, I imagine. We were seeing each other more than we were seeing our girlfriends yeah. and our families. And, and, you know, and getting cane together and earning money together and doing mm. this and doing that. And, and you know, after years and years and years of doing it... it I can't do each other's edit. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And, I, and I gotta be honest, like, like the, your missus does your editing. That's what yeah, you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you see it every day. Like, the lines of reality become blurred. Like, yeah, like you're known for doing this shit, and you're getting traveling all over the place, being paid to be idiots. Yeah. I mean, we were idiots anyway. So when you're getting paid to be idiots, like you're constantly thinking of what you can do next to fuck yeah. that person yeah, over, yeah, but not yeah, detrimentally. Yeah. Yeah, to fuck them mentally, but that's yeah. kind of like you, you. You just end up fucking just doing all this shit, and yeah. you need a break. I, you need a break anyway, I, don't you? Yeah, 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 you yeah. just lose. I think you just lose sight of reality, don't you? Yeah, you, you, like you've forgotten what. Like we, used, like for over ten years, you just wake up. You didn't really have to do. There was no. There was no routine. Yeah, like Did I we, could go and get bollocks for five days on a trot. And, yeah, and. I have no care in the world. Yeah, and I yeah, think after doing that for such a long time, I, I mean, for me personally, I need routine in life. Yeah. Just 
you know, so I've got sort of structure to my day and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I, I did enjoy it. But in that, pr- yeah. In that, in <laughs> and in, in, in so, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not moving. Yeah. Like. It's fucking wicked. <laughs> in, in inside of that process of us, be, you know, we were skateboarders and we were sponsored and we did a lot of touring with that. MTV come along, blew it up. You know, you shows all over the world. You, you, you know, I was in a, I'd be on all day in Mexico and Mexicans are coming up to you freaking out, asking for your, like, I mean, it was crazy. So, like, in that process, the show's in, like, 69 countries. You, you get all these fans, but, like, we didn't do it to be famous. We yeah. did it because we were having a laugh. Yeah. The byproduct was a massive fan base. Yeah. So, you know, with social, you've got social media now and you've got all these fans saying, we want more, you know, we'd love to fucking, you know, do more gigs and do more shows. And I think, like, as much as we want to go on tour and, and celebrate 15 years, you've got a fan base and you want to meet them and connect with them. And yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's, it's become a bigger thing than just us fucking around shoving drumsticks up our ass on stage. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> but, we all, we, but we always said, wouldn't it be a good idea in the future to do yeah. spoken word? Like actually tell our story mm-hmm. rather than yeah, go on stage and do what we were doing. But to be honest. And, 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 and now it's sort of happening and, it's, and, and the ticket sales are... I've been quite surprised, to be honest. Mm. I'm looking Where can forward people to get it. tickets from? They go on ticketline.co.uk. And just type in Dirty Sanchez, and I'm sure, it'll, you know, Google it, it'll come up. But, yeah, what, we got the dates there? Yeah. We'll uh, share it on, obviously, yeah, when we we'll put this out, we'll, we'll tag us all in it, and we'll share all the dates and stuff like that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, who picked Dirty Sanchez for the name? Well, that's, this is a... Know, or is that, are you holding <coughs> that one back for the... Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the dates to everyone. It's uh, O2 Academy in Leicester, 8th of April, 9th of April, Oxford, O2 Academy... 10th of April, Bournemouth, the old fire station. 11th of April, Bristol, O2 Academy. 12th of April, Sheffield, O2 Academy. And Liverpool, 13th of April, O2 Academy. And so they, they're the dates. They're that first initial line of dates. Yeah. So we are working on Scotland, Ireland and Wales. Wicked. And possibly an Australian tour. So, yeah, we're going to see all the other countries, give them a Royal, a royal Sea and do, but they're the list of <laughs> dates first. Yeah. So, um, but Royal Seas, <laughs> yeah. I hope you can do that on my bottom later. <laughs> <in the year. laughs> 
fuck. Got so, to yeah. Your royal scene, so. Yeah, Dirty Sad's where the name come from. Yeah. Uh, like the filthy. Dirty used to finger my ass. Cracking me, cracking me off like a trombone. A finger of fudge is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you still put your finger down, <coughs> down your the, the the pipe in the end of your nah, penis? Not anymore. Could you what the fuck? Could off. you do that, Pritch? Yeah. Fucking hell. But it's just closed up. <laughs> you got you got to keep I mean, these you, things you, up, you, mate. I mean, well, I stopped doing stage shows and it's just 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 shrunk. How did that come about? Did you was you enjoying? Was it a bit of a kinky thing? And then before you know it, well, he was in the bathroom. He was putting biros <laughs> down there, and then before you know it, you no, got your digits. Only joking, of course. Oh, I fuck off! He's fucking winding you up. I'm not winding you up. <laughs> hey, what are you on about? I've never been able to put my fucking finger down my. <laughs> you, you're one-eyed winker. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when he winks at me as well. You spunk <laughs> arch. I haven't winked you for a while. Um, Joycey, Dan Joyce. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when we did the pilot season, <coughs> pilot the pilot show for MTV, um, uh, we, they were like, "Yeah, the bosses love it. We want to do a proper show." Pritchard farted, and they went, "We're in." <laughs> <laughs> that is pure vegan, <laughs> vegan farts. Um, so yeah, basically, Joycey had been um, dishing out Dirty Sanchez's. You know, <laughs> yeah. While we we're filming the, um, the, the, the 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 teaser, the the, the pilot, and um, we sat in a part in a bar opposite close to MTV and Joyce is like well I've been dishing out lots of Dirty Sanchez's why don't we call it Dirty Sanchez and from that moment on we lost any real way <laughs> of fucking <laughs> surviving this fucking shit storm so how long have you been vegan for Bridge? So <laughs> oh, long, <laughs> from, from the smell <coughs> from two, what I can smell <coughs> oh. two, two and a half years jeez <coughs> Oh, this is making me choke as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two and a half years. Two and a half years. What mm. made you go that way? Uh, just love of animals. Yeah. I, mean, I think you, think, you get to a point in life when you sort of wake up and yeah. you realise, like, you know, I... Lemmy, I love Lemmy, I love animals and stuff. Lemmy's your dog that's here, yeah? Yeah, Lemmy's my Springer Spaniel, yeah, he's the one making the noise in the background. It's just, I don't I love animals, so what gives me the right to eat them? And the way the factory farm and everything is going now, it's disgusting. The way they treat animals is, it's just not fair. So, there's many reasons. We take it for I, granted. I, I, I sort of got into it because of triathlon and all that kind of stuff. I re- real, I was doing lots of, reading lots of interviews on triathletes and uh, a lot of them were vegan and I thought, like, I wonder why they're going vegan. So I did my research and that was one of the reasons. And then I watched, um, then I went pescatarian. Yeah. Then I watched Cowspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, was, that was the icing on the yeah. cake. And I didn't realise going, not eating meat made that much of a difference. I didn't know it's what crazy. I did to do with the planet and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And, and, and all these facts were just like, wow. Yeah. And then next day it was just vegan and I haven't, I haven't looked back since. I think Cowspiracy and knocked everyone about because everyone's thinking that just driving around was what was going to kill the planet. <coughs> it wasn't that, you know, the meat, methane. Was, meat and methane was actually one Oof. of the biggest ones, man. Yeah. And, and it's, cha- it's changing well, it, a lot of opinions and a lot of people are doing it and it's, it's good. I think we're becoming a bit more aware I, we're, we're all, I think it's thanks to carnage. It's thanks to social media as well. Cause yeah. If we didn't have well, the so, internet, social, no, isn't it? You know, the social internet. media or the internet. Social media, there's negatives and there's positives. But yeah. I think the positive thing about veganism is that the message is getting out there to Definitely. so many people that 
Yeah. All the information is there. I'm starting to wake up. I'm starting to realize. You're still going to get those people go, oh, I love you, meat. Oh, what's wrong with you, you big pussy? I mean, you know, that's cool. That's up to them. I've started to do it, but like, not. I'm sort of like doing during the week my shopping now is vegan and like I'm still eat when I eat out I'm still having meat mm. and stuff I'm trying to yeah. do it in stages and it's alright man I'm cooking stuff that I've, I've got to get better at you know making my food taste better and stuff like yeah. that and just learning that but you know I don't, I don't but when you, when you, when you see an animal just get it takes I don't know I think, I think it's I, like I think it takes some kind of person to work in a slaughterhouse yeah because if, yeah. if you if you See an animal just getting killed just so it can please your taste buds. Mm. That you know, really upsets me. Don't you? It's just, yeah. oh, There's no. different ways you look at it. It's like because obviously I eat meat, but I get why vegans are vegan mm-hmm. and vegetarians. Are ve- I, I get it and I respect all of yeah. it. And if you look at like you know Joe Rogan, like yeah. he'll go out with a fucking bow and arrow and shoot a fucking owl. Elk, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like that's like that's for I, I you know that's fine. I completely agree with meat. It, meat, yeah, yeah. Meat, meat for survival. Yeah, yeah. Come, know, yeah you know, come, 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 come. He's, you know, every yeah. man for himself then. Yeah. But yeah. if yeah. we had that relationship, if we all had that relationship with meat, it would be different. But mm-hmm. we, we, it's not meat, it's not seen as an animal. That's the thing. And, like, you can go into the supermarket and you can have meat, breakfast, noon and night, any any type of meat you want, and there's the waste in it. And what you're saying about Rogan, he's, yeah, he's, how he hunts it, he hunts it, he'll bloody well, he'll take the whole thing, stick it in his freezer, and his family live off it mm. and it's like that's more of a, a way that if you're going to do it <clears throat> go reduce it to that that way you're not eating and we don't have to um, turn it into some sort of factory and I think that's where we've it's become utterly barbaric it's not it's not a natural yeah, thing they, to do they're getting injected with all kinds of things to make them fatter yeah, so yeah. they can sell them quicker and to all these people that say we're built to eat meat it's like well go and kill a chicken and eat it raw then and yeah. see what happens to you yeah. uh, you know we're not built to eat meat, and, and our digestive systems are not are not designed to eat meat. If you see meat eaters, they've got a short digestive system. Right. We've got quite mm. a complicated. Hence, why there's a big uh, colon cancer and all that kind of stuff right. because we eat so much meat, and it's full of shit. But what cracks? Go on and on and on, but yeah, uh, you can. And, and the I, thing I, I don't, and I've always said I'm, I'm not one to preach, yeah. but that's just my decision. And if you want to eat meat, then that's cool. But what's weird is like. People get, I, I, you know, I'm on Facebook. I've accepted loads of friends, friend requests that off people because of the show, yeah. you know, and I don't know. So I get all these people on there, and I'm like, what the f-? you know, I don't know, I don't know a lot of these people, and you just see, I just like see people going, oh, you're fucking veg- vegetarian, uh, fucking vegans going on about this, going on about that. I'm like, it's just fucking being healthy, and you can you can live off eating fucking grass. Look yeah, at a, yeah, look yeah. at a fucking look at a like a horse in the field that eats grass. If a horse can live off grass and be that fucking big, look at a rhino. You know, you can, you know, just crack on, do your thing, you know. But it's weird how people get angry about vegans now. It's like, just crack on and do your thing. I think they get angry because, you know, the the case for it is pretty watertight, right? And it makes a lot of sense. And I think people get angry because someone's showing them, sometimes not rubbing it in their face, but the fact that it's happening and they're not doing it, they feel a degree of guilt about yeah. it. Like, and I get that because I'm, I'm sort of, I've, I've been a meat eater for years and I still am, you know, I'm, I'm just going that way. But there's no point getting angry with other no, no. people. I mean, if you're a vegan, it's like when, when I quit smoking originally, I couldn't, I couldn't stop telling fucking everyone that I didn't smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. And that gets annoying, doesn't it? And like, so I do understand it if someone's constantly shoving something in your face. But then most of the time, I think people just get annoyed because they know that they've been shown something that's really almost indefensible 
And they go, oh, you fucking vegan yeah, cunts. But, but I think like people like that, then they're going to fucking bitch about something anyway. Most people oh, that have got a fucking head on their shoulders are going to go, don't eat meat, don't eat fucking meat. Don't matter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, I want to start laughing because when we started this interview, you was about six foot four. Mate, I've, got, <laughs> I've got the fucking wonky chair, haven't I? I've never had the wonky chair. I'm like, literally fucking disappearing. You look like a school kid now. <laughs> I think ultimately, right, it's all about educa- educating yourself, yeah. right? It's like I've done intermittent water fasting. I've done, I've done, I've done like I fasted for three weeks and a day. Like oh mate, yeah, I just, I just come off one. Did you? Yeah, all right, man, how did you yeah, feel? About a week ago. Um, all right, it was weird. I broke the fast. It was a bit rough. Fourteen days. All right, yeah. Um, I mean, it, but like, I, yeah. You, you kind of go through waves with oh, it. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. You I, go, for, go through waves. Yeah, and I, like the first time it was fine. The second time it was fine. But when I broke it, because you go onto juices and stuff to break it and that. I had uh, I, saw, I got a few ulcers, but they were like fifty pence piece ulcers oh, in my mouth, fuck. and that's Ooh. a bit of a bit of How'd a rough you get one. Out? But I mean, it's a long. I've always had a history of ulcers, and I've never normally had a problem when I fasted. GMO, yeah. bro. What's that, bro? GMO, bro. GMO, <laughs> yeah, GMO, <laughs> probably. Who needs to be organic, bro? <laughs> but yeah, again, like they, you know, I could we could talk about all this, and it's just like educating yourself, and it? all all it is is. Just do what you want to do for yourself and, yeah. and just live a healthier, better life. Yeah, and yeah. if it works for you, it fucking works for you. <clears throat> like a lot of people say, oh, vegans, they're weak. What? I mean, look, oh, look Diaz. Look, exactly. Mate I mean, Diaz, Nick Diaz, yeah. vegans. Yeah. Yeah. Athletes. You wouldn't yeah. fuck. Yeah, oh, they we, are. Weak, physically mate. Physically fit. Like, it's scientifically proven we are much stronger and faster vegans than, really? than, meat, than, meat, than meat eaters. I mean, I did 30 half Ironman in 30 days on a vegan diet. And people are like, why the fuck do you do that? It's like, it's just, it's plants. Where do you get your protein from? Yeah. Well, plants. You get mm. shit Plants and beans and, uh, and, and lentils. And yeah. There's so much protein. I mean, there's more protein in tofu than what, is, what, what there is in chicken and beef. Mate, I didn't realise. And there's realize. more protein in, in black beans than what there is in beef. Mm. So people are like, where do you get your protein from? These yeah. are well, just plants. It's mad. It We've gone mad. from crack. <laughs> to fucking plant, plant-based diets. Well, look, let's pull it right back to fucking... Yeah, from, from being healthy, let's get on to the canus. Uh, <laughs> get, get the pipe out. <laughs> so, um... The, yeah, the, the number three on your list is... Uh, from being, is, uh, what is, is it, Neil in the young ones to... Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. We've lo- well, we, we, we lost the last member of his, his band this last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah, Fast well, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, so, um... That's them all gone, though. Who's number three? It was, uh, it's, well, I mean, let's face it, top of the caners. Can't believe it lasted as long as he did. Lemmy killed my stuff from Motorhead. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone out there will agree. What an absolute monster. I didn't know him personally, but I don't think uh, most of the stories were lies. I mean, I know Phil Campbell, he's, he didn't talk shit, but yeah. He's a, a, bor- a, a bottle of bourbon a day. Yeah. Fucking mar- 40 Marlboro Reds, speed, this, that, that. German boot polish. Yeah. yeah. He was a big speed freak, wasn't he? Speed yeah. was his... Well, that's what yeah. I called him Motorhead, yeah. Mm. He, he was going to call it Bastards, but his, <laughs> his manager said, you can't call it Bastards, you can't go on top of the pops. So he called him Motorhead because he was addicted to speed. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, Lemmy. Lemmy. Lemmy, yeah. You big like Mike Red fans as well. I'm a match motor. Well, you, yeah. you, um, Lemmy is your, your Welsh Springer. He's well, down there. He's Lemmy. My dog's actually called Lemmy after Lemmy. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, I just said he's called that. I just turned the same size as Punch. I thought the seat oh, posting right, up your right. ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to uh, 
Have you got any Lemmy stories? Anyone got any Lemmy stories? I haven't. I've, I've I got some. We got oh, some We got some Motorhead stories. This Phil. Because I know. I know. I know Phil. Phil Campbell, the yeah, guitarist. Phil Campbell. He's a really nice guy. Uh, and we. I used to go to uh, Stuart Cable introduced me because I met Stuart Cable at um, the Kerrang Awards. Stuart was the d- drummer uh, past the wider. Was in the yeah, stereophonics. Yeah. Hell of a character. Met him at the Kerrang Awards. He w- he was a party star if I'm, from what I've read oh, to believe. Yeah. 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 He's massive keener. So he, he introduced us backstage. Got on it with him. Went back to his hotel room. Smash, you say, I'll drink your opening card if next week. So, right, you know, at the time, you know, I was just getting inside. So, fucking hell, cables invited me out. <laughs> so, he took me to a members bar, like a members bar where I normally wouldn't be able to get into because it was a skateboarder and blah blah blah. But obviously, because I was on MTV and I was with cable, come in. Tim Corrigan, who owned the place, absolute legend, gave us three bottles of Jack. Me and him just literally every weekend just sat in the same place, got fucking absolutely off our skyrocket. Smashed shit up, and then I used to ask for the key of Tim Corrigan for a soda bar on Saturday night, just so we could stay and just carry on getting smashed. Yeah. <coughs> and one night, Phil Campbell was there, and he was at the bar, and it was just me, Cable, some of our friends and stuff, Phil at the bar drinking. I said, Cable, I said, fucking blow this cocaine up my ass, will you? And he's like, ah. What the fuck are you on about, you fucking daft cunt? <laughs> I said, I said just look, if I get a straw, I'll scoop this cocaine up. That's I said, brilliant. I'll bend over, I'll stick it up my ass, and you blow it up. <laughs> There's something fucking wrong with you. <laughs> and fucking Phil was drinking his thing, going, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I thought, dude, that guy's a motorhead. He's mostly seen fucking far worse than that. <laughs> so I just scooped the coke up in the straw, bent over, rammed it up my ass, and when Cable blow it, oh, fucking, because it's you, go on then. And he fucking, poof. Blew it up. <laughs> Phil's just like Phil was hiding. Phil was Phil just like don't look. Phil was just like don't look, don't look, don't look, boys, don't look. Don't look, don't look. This is in the bar, right? This is just happening in the bar. Is this a lock-in or is it just fucking in the club? Just in the club downstairs in the fucking. And I just went, it hit my ass. I went, oh fucking brilliant. Cable's like, I said, Cable, do you want to go? Fuck off, leave me alone. So I am. Yeah, that was that was a good story. Wow. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, superb. Um, so do you want to tell the drum story as well the drumstick oh yeah that's a good story oh the drumstick with um, oh yeah so we were doing a gig in Plymouth Motorhead were doing a gig in Plymouth and um, they were on before us so we went we went to this show we were friends we had kind of like the special access um, so yeah we were fucking watching them and we were like fuck we gotta go we gotta bail out we gotta go on do our gig so we left about 20 minutes before the end um, went to our gig they got off stage we come on as soon as they finished they revved across in a taxi to our show Mickey D the drummer from Motorhead woman on stage hands us his drumsticks he's just been playing with and then we there's one of our one of our th- stunts in our show is we have a game of drumstick ass I put a drumstick <laughs> on my ass Pritchard puts one up his we bend over like two dogs with tails and we have this little <laughs> we have this, it's fucked we have this fucking little childish game right when you're bending over, wiggling your ass, and you're trying to hit each other's drumstick yeah. at your ass, yeah. the first person's drumsticks to fall at their ass gets a dirty Sanchez with the other drumstick. Oh. Which is covered in shit. Yeah, which is covered in the cream of the crop. Well, so yeah, and that was it. We had Motorhead at our gig handing us the drumsticks they just played with. And, Freshly um, used. But yeah. What an honour. <laughs> but this is the, uh, yeah, but another, another Motorhead story. So Phil Campbell from Motorhead, the lead guitarist, um, 
we interviewed him for a documentary. So we go to his house. <laughs> we, go, we, go, we go to his house, yada, 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 yada. yada. And um, we did this show, me and Pritch, called Get High. So we yeah. go, go around the world, meeting different tribes, taking their drugs and exp- experiencing like the different awesome. cultures and reasons why you take these drugs. Yeah. And like Western civilization, uh, Western culture, where we just yeah, get, yeah. get them to get fucked up. Yeah. So anyway, we was in Australia. We were supposed to go to Papua New Guinea, but it was unsafe. It was super sketchy. So we just detoured, went to Australia and winged a show in Australia. So um, Pritchard wanted to have his bulls bull koozied in his teapot, right? So anyway, I give Pritchard's <laughs> fucking bull koozie. Phil Campbell was the funniest thing he'd ever fucking seen. He's like, I want that fucking teapot. <laughs> so we give him the teapot, sign it. When we go for the interview at his house, <laughs> we're walking around his house and, oh, and no. the fucking teapot is on his mantelpiece next, next, next to his fucking Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) Can you fucking believe it? That's fucking quality. Improvised place. Fucking break the place. Jesus. We've got got two more to get through. I mean, we've we've touched on one already, but but before that, I want to know your Dolph Lundgren story. (laughs) (laughs) Xanax. Uh, Well, it it was on the gumball. And it was from Sweden, Stockholm, Stockholm to Vegas. Yeah. Every time I go on the gamble, I, I go all out. So I'm I'm my American friend who I was doing it with. He had those of American drugs, and he had Xanax. And I like the Xanax we get over your shitty things. He had these sticks, and they were like pearly white sticks. And I'd never done them before. And I party in Stockholm. Oh, so I'm still going the next day, so I feel like shit. I have a, I have a quarter of a Xanax. Oh, I live great there. Is that your first Xanax you ever yeah, had? Yeah, first Xanax. It took the edge off. I fucking feel, feel brilliant. <laughs> next party. Oh, fucking raging again. Next day, quarter of Xanax. Anyway, carried on. Party, 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 party. Got to Amsterdam. And I knew that Amsterdam, we were flying from Amsterdam to Reno before we to go off to Vegas. So I was in Amsterdam airport, and that was my last memory. <laughs> Because I said, <laughs> said you got to New York. I didn't know that you could mix Xanax with booze. Well, as much right. booze as I was drinking anyway. And, and it was, so I had a whole, I said, give me a whole one. And he was like, are you sure, dude? I said, well, well you've got a long flight. So I just fucking whacked it back. And like I said, that was my last memory. But what I'd been told, I woke up the, <coughs> the next memory that I had, I actually woke up in the back of the plane, the private jet that we were all on. In a onesie. In a onesie. That you wasn't in beforehand? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I was in beforehand because we all got given them by Gumball. I was in a onesie and I was... It was a weird, surreal experience. And I looked at the guy next to me. I went, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing here? And he he said, where do I start? (laughs) And as soon as he said, where do I start? And I'm on the back of a plane. I thought, oh, no. Oh, no. I thought, oh, I thought, oh, first thing I thought, Max is going to kill me. What have I done? What have I done? What have I, done? I said, what do I do? And he started reading all this stuff. I went, fuck off. And he went, you did? So I ran down to my mates, who I was sitting with originally, and I said, did I do all these things? And they were, everyone was just, the whole plane was looking at me. I thought, fuck. <laughs> what did you I'd, do, Pritch? So this is a privately I'd, hired ha, privately hired uh, jet I'd, for, for the gumball, by I'd, the way. I literally just took all my clothes off. And I ran up and down the fucking plane, bollock naked. Bun B, who did, who, who wrote Gangsters, Gangsters. No, no, B- a big pimping for Jay Z. Big pimping pimp for Jay Z. Yeah. Bun, Bun B, he was, he was fast asleep. 
I was fucking teabagging him. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. A fucking gangster rapper, and he's a bridge man. If it was anyone else, I would have fucking shot him. Like, oh, so I was fucking teabagging him. The captain <laughs> came out to see what the commotion was. I grabbed the pillow and twatted him across the head. The captain. That's the captain. <laughs> that's causing a massive fucking pillow fight on the plane. With the captain? With the captain. <laughs> and then I fucking... Because I was so out of it. I went to go for a piss, but it was on the front door of the plane. <laughs> on the front door, and everyone went, whoa, 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 what are you doing? I turned around, and who's in the front? Who's in the fucking seat? Dolph. So I'm just going, pissing, <laughs> pissing all over Dolph, and they're all like, fucking all the, the gumballs went, not Ivan Drago. Max, Max Ivan is giving Drago. birth, like, fucking pissing on Dolph. Ivan. And then I just went, Ugh, and I passed out, and they, they all had to fucking pick me up. And put me in the seat in the back of the plane. That's when I woke up. Oh, but fair play to Dolph. I got <clears throat> got off, <laughs> and I apologised to him, and he and he was cool about it. But as soon as I literally got off the plane in Vegas, Dead Mouse and Tommy Lee from uh, what's it called Motley, 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 Motley Crew came up to me. Go, fucking hell, Shoot Pritch, fucking hell, Pritch, man. What have you been doing up there? <laughs> and I was like, fuck, how the fuck do you know already? I would have just gone off. Like, this is got, fine. Got it's a surreal experience. And by the time the plane had landed, it was all over the internet, all in the New York Times. It well, was fucking everywhere. I got, to, was I like got to Vegas. That's crazy. And, but by now, I got, my body sort of got addicted to these Xanax. Because <laughs> I was fucking, without them, I was trembling. Yeah. I was shaking. I thought, shit, what have I done to myself? And I was in my hotel room in Vegas, and I woke up, and my fucking phone's going spastic. I thought, what the fuck? What's wrong? What's wrong here? And I picked up my phone. There's like all these things on Facebook and everything. I was like, huh? Looked up, and it was just my face all over the New York Times, all over the papers, all over the world. And I went, oh, my God. What Pissed on Rocky's fucking nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, are you I, lock, I actually locked myself in my hotel room, because my head had gone from too much party and stuff. Yeah. And, and I had to, to, to actually go out and communicate with people. I had to fucking polish most of the minibar to sort of take the edge off. Yeah. Oh, so you, you, you woke up with, like, that gave you a bit of fucking anxiety. You didn't just think, man. That's, that's like, like the work. next level beer oh, for no. you, oh, that no, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking down the street in Vegas, and they go, no way, man, there's that naked guy. Oh, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man, I'm in the middle of Vegas. I'm from fucking Cardiff in Wales. And they go, where's that fucking naked guy? Then? What have I done? I go, oh, fuck. Any, yeah, everyone's had beer for you, right? And everyone's done shit that they're like, oh, no, God. But that is, that, that's the... Ultimate in it that your face ends up in the New York Times for pissing around, like, 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 fucking naked with like a, a, a little thing over my cock. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think we've I ever had a story like that on this podcast. Yeah, ever. nothing's going to top there's, that there's, one. There's two ever. left, but I, believe it. I don't think <laughs> I don't. I was going to say, how come you didn't? Biggest cane is you, my friend. Exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> you've reached. You've reached number one. Exactly. I. 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 When he was telling me about the, the his cane as we were on the way, up, I was like, well, I think I know who number one is. <sighs> the irony. The irony is obviously he switched his life around. Yeah. And now is a fucking triathlete. Has like done triple brutal. Do you know what a triple brutal is? No. A is that like the Iron Man? An Iron Man, yeah. Is well, it? It's a, tri- tri- a triple Iron Man. It's a seven and a half mile swim, three hundred and thirty-six mile bike, and then a seventy-nine mile run. Back to back. Back to back. That's fucking well, easy. Fifty-four hours. I said to him, "How did you? F- what happened?" He was like, "Well, at one point, I started hallucinating." I was in the woods, and where I was, so you had like in that fifty-six hours, you had to sleep well, for I an hour. Asleep, <laughs> I, fell asleep, I fell asleep on the bike, and I woke up going towards a bush. <laughs> I, 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 I woke up. I went, no, I just went. Well, that's back to back. Where was it? 
In uh, Dorney, Dorney Lake? Not Dorney Lakes. Um, down Southampton way somewhere in like a wildlife. Jesus, man. So it was just like circles. And the run was one mile circles. So was running in, running around in a mile. You, you're obviously fucking trying yeah. like a motherfucker for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more than you train for the sweat cocktail then on those. Just a bit, Because yeah. oh, you, you were all supposed to do like five minutes on that treadmill yeah. and none of you could do it, basically. No. So, so yeah, there you go. You've gone from like all the variations of fucking bizarreness to world paintball records to pissing on Ivan Drago and Xanax planes and being in the New York Times and being the biggest fucking cane to like switching it around becoming a healthy vegan with his own vegan fucking chat like fucking vegan channel on YouTube and a triathlete so yeah it's pretty That's fucked up isn't it? there's hope for us all <laughs> well look we've we've already spoke about your number one Mm. So, do you want to go through the, the, your last two? Do you want? Do you want to get to the bottom? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think you've. I don't think you, it might just start doing that. Now. It might yeah, just start yeah, sliding yeah. off the face of the earth. I think like you. What is the last two anyway? Uh, well, you got Howard. We spoke. Oh, we did speak about Howard. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 Spoke rest in peace. Absolutely. Which is fucking epic that you guys knew him. One of our mates did a podcast with him. Pip did one Scroobius, and it was one of the last ones that he did, and. And Pip said it was just a, a fucking, it was such an amazing experience. Yeah. The good mm. thing about getting fucked with Howard was, literally, you didn't speak. You just listened. You just, you just sat there and just listened to his stories. And I remember sitting there going, no, no, you know. You know. Yeah. And, and in, that, in, that, in that Welsh tone yeah. that he's yeah. talking, and to get him, just, yeah. just amazing. To have him as like part of the Sanchez movie as well. Yeah. And yeah. then like, even like, you know, we took flights with him. So like, you're on a plane with Howard Max, like the yeah. most wanted, one yeah, of the yeah, top yeah. 10 most wanted people on the planet by yeah. the, by the fucking FBI. Yeah. To have a fellow friend like that, like that was down, that was in your movie yeah. and was like a fucking friend was, yeah, it was fucking sick. It's it's cool. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. really cool. Yeah. Mr. Nice. And he was Welsh. And he, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Wasn't there like back in the day, I think if somebody was smoking weed, it was 80% chance it was Howard's weed. Yeah. I think That's right. Like that. yeah, yeah. That's right. Fuck, that's, that's to brag chance. about, it? <laughs> it is. We did a gig for him once for a friend of his. And um, he said can, one of his friends got locked up. He got caught with, like, grenades and guns and <laughs> lots of money and stuff he shouldn't have had. And he went to prison for a, for a while. So his family, had all the, he had all his assets taken off, assets taken off him, yeah. and so did his family. So they were doing a fundraiser. So Howard did this show, and he said, will you come and do something? And it was for like a lot of gnarly bikers. I don't know what kind of Frank, Frankie, Mad Frankie Fraser was there as well. Was he? Was he? You know, Mad Frankie Fraser. Yeah, yeah, we were in the back. Bloody hell. Yeah, so we were there thinking we're gonna get right, right dodgy character. Oh yeah, yeah. we were like yeah. thinking, well, we're gonna do a show like with drumsticks and all that weird shit. They're gonna fucking murder us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were just at the front loving it, and, and and at the end of the gig, you know, we did this thing for this guy's family. He's like, right, boys, if you're ever in trouble. These guys mm. got your back. I was like, fuck it, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get out of your life. <laughs> oh, superb. Well, look, I know crazy. you guys have got to go back to Wales this evening. I'm on, yeah, is it Wales you're going back to? Yeah, Wales, yeah. Tyler from Newport. Um, thank you loads for doing yeah. this for us. It's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's been a good crack. Like, thank you so much for making the effort to come out to Essex as well. Yeah, like, cool, man. Uh, you, did you drive? Because well, I hope your car's still out the front. It should. <laughs> <been, yeah. laughs> well, we spent a bit of time because Romford's just on the corner. Yeah. yeah. And like, obviously, with skateboard, it's like yeah. I think Romford Rom skate. City, mate. Romford yeah. is like that skate park is the first listed skate park on the planet. It's yeah. it's it's really like, yeah. You well, cannot yeah. touch it. You can't fucking break it down. You cannot put a housing estate on it. I did. 
Did you know that? It's, it's a listed building. It's like a listed building. No way. So we've got a, you know, we, this is like, we've we got history. Yeah. Wrong was the place. Yeah. Place oh, I used to hang out around there, yeah. Yeah? Good, yeah, yeah. I used to go to school near there. It's quite a strange old place, Romford, quite crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So where's, the t- where's all the Towie lot then? The Towie lot. Should we, go, should we go and find them? And yeah, well, let's go to the Sugar Hut. We'll go there for <laughs> the night. Is it? is it just on the road? Is it? Yeah, but we've got to, go, we've got to jump on a sunbed. 20 minutes away. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Might as well be a hundred miles away, mightn't it? Do 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 you do you guys go there or? Nah, we we we. we I mean, I'm not very familiar with going around or Essex skateboarding and all that, but we we we. Topsy That's what we do, but like it's oh, but, but yeah, not yeah. kind of towie stuff. We're all uh, kind of guitar stuff and hip hop and, yeah. and stuff like that. You've, so. You you run the with that blowing your rusty trampone. You you you've been running the longest going indie. Alternative club in Essex, and it's probably in, in the fucking England. England. England yeah. 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 yeah, it's been going for how many years? Has that been going for thirty-one now. No, just exactly. give it up, mate. Amazing. Just move on. Fucking <laughs> showing your age, mate. <laughs> so just basically, we've got this fifteen-year anniversary tour. Yep. Um, we're going to be hitting the road in April. It's going to be the start of a series of spoken word tours, and to be honest, it's very like this, except for we got unseen footage, meet and greets. It's going to be a close-up, close intimate gig with myself and my good friend Matthew Pritchard, and we're going to be reliving the Sanchez years, celebrating the fact that we've had the best time ever with a bunch of fans that have grown up with it. So we can't wait to get on the road. No, and I yeah, tell you, what, we'll, we'll come along because we'll, I want to hear more of these stories. Mate, oh, mate, this is tip of the iceberg. It's just a, a tip yeah. of the iceberg. Oh, there's plenty more where that come from. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we'll share all the dates and we'll share all the links and we'll, we'll take his in and like. And yeah, have a have a chat with them on on, on social media. Yeah, and yeah. Know what your top five? Canas yeah, let's are hear as well. what uh, your top five caners are. Mine, incidentally, are the Barrymores. Um, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> Michael and Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> we believe it or not, Joe. right Well, top five Hellraisers. Pritchard's got to be in there now, and he after hearing that story. Do you know what? It's really weird because everyone he was talking about, when he started telling stories about the fucking mad shit they done, anything else sort of didn't seem to compare. No. Like, um, oh, it was, it was a fucking laugh, wasn't it? It was yeah. such a crack, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they they drove back to Cardiff that night, and uh, and we recorded another podcast after yes. they went. Like yeah. we, with Matt, who Matt Stocks, who. Um, we're putting his podcast out in a couple of weeks, and Matt um, will be going on the road with the Sanchez boys yes. on their, um, their their live shows, and uh, and he was the guy that was responsible for setting it up as well. So yeah, thank you very nice much, one, Matt, Matt, for that. Yeah, for, check out uh, go and check out when the guys are performing in and around the country on their show. Yeah, and uh, look out for Matt's podcast, which is fucking wicked, wasn't it? Yeah. We did an hour with Dirk Sanchez, and then we probably did two hours with Matt. Yeah, his top five is a really good one, and yeah. he speaks. His podcast called In the Stocks. Like, yeah, um, life in the stocks. Life in the stocks. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's met and he's interviewed huge, huge, huge musicians, hasn't yeah. he? Johnny um, Ron. Yeah, mate. Mm. Um, so check Matt out, but you're going to hear him very shortly. But I would not miss that one. It's one we um, both left going. Oh, that boy's done his homework there. What I will say as well is um, go and uh, tweet um, us and tag in Pritchard and Dane and what your top five Hellraisers are and. Um, I'm sure we'll For all sure. have uh, some, uh, some. I believe the kids call it Bants. Bants. Bants o'clock. Bants. Hot holiday.
It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.